in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, in God Amen. Misra is the last month in the Coptic year, and usually at the end of the year or end of the day, the Church reminds us that our life will end and we should be ready to stand before God in the Judgment Day. That's why the reading of the first Sunday was about giving an account for your stewardship through the parable of the wicked vine dressers. Last Sunday, the Church gave us hope that the Lord did not come to call righteous, but to call sinners, as he called Levi, and became Saint Matthew, one of the four evangelists and one of the twelve. As if the Church is telling us, when the Holy Spirit examine your heart, if you find yourself away from God, don't be troubled, because the Lord came to call the sinners for repentance, as he called Matthew. This Sunday, the Church also gave us assurance that Satan, who is strong and actually made all humanity under bondage and under the corruption, this strong man or a strong spirit, Jesus came and he bound him as he said, no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man and then he will plunder his house. The strong man here is a symbol of Satan. So in order for the Lord Jesus Christ to plunder the house of Satan, which is Hades, in order to take all those who were captive uh, into the paradise of joy, he bound Satan first on the cross, and then he was able to descend to Hades and to take all those who were taken captives by Satan and restore them to the paradise of joy. So the church assuring us in our spiritual warfare that God is in our sight. Don't be afraid, don't be defeated. Yes, Satan is strong, but as long as God is with us, who can be against us? We can crush Satan under our feet. Also, as you heard toward the end of the Gospel of today, they told him, your mother and your brothers are asking you, and usually the third Sunday of Misra comes around the feast of Saint Mary, the mother of God. Then when the Lord said, Who is my mother or my brothers? And then he said, Here are my mother and my brother, for whoever does the will of God is my brother, my sister, and mother. So here the Lord is honoring Saint Mary by saying, Why God chose Saint Mary from all the women in the world because she did the will of God. And this was very clear when Archangel Gabriel announced to her the glad tidings of the nativity. She submitted to the will of God. 
although she took the risk that the people will consider her adulteress, like Joseph the carpenter, and also maybe she would be stoned, but she trusted God, she submitted to the will of God. So the church honoring St. Mary because she submit herself completely to the will of God. And the message here, if you want to be in the family of God, his mother, his brother, his sister, you need actually to submit to the will of God. That is the way to be considered in the family of God when we submit to his will. But this gospel also of today address a very important subject, how to face criticism. All of us, in a way or another, we face criticism in our life. How to react to it, that's actually what I like to address today. In the Gospel of today, we saw that the scribes who came from Jerusalem said about Jesus Christ, he has barely the book, and by the ruler of demons, he cast out demons. And how the Lord reacted to this? The first observation, he did not get emotional. He did not take it personally. He did not become angry. He did not yell and scream at them and telling them, how dare you to say this about me? Don't you know that I am son of God? No, no, no. He didn't do anything of these negative reactions. But calmly, actually, he tried to respond to them with logic. And he told them, Satan wants to spread his kingdom. So if Satan starts actually to cast out Satan, the head of the demons, cast out demons how his kingdom will be established. If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand but has an end. And also told them another logic, when the Lord sent the twelve and the seventy-two, he sent them and they cast out demons. So the Lord told them, if I have with me the ruler of the demons, then your children, the twelve apostles and the seventy-two, how they cast out demons? There is only one ruler of the demons, and as you claim, he is with me. How your sons, how your children cast out demons. So, here actually, we need to learn from the Lord Jesus Christ how to respond to criticism. And they classify criticism into three types. One is called irrelevant criticism. Irrelevant. Does not address anything, but just people want to criticize. And the second type, they call it destructive criticism. The intention of this criticism is to put you down, to undermine you, to 
make you feel shame and guilt and inferiority. That's what we call destructive criticism. And the third type is constructive criticism, which actually has a good goal, which is edifying the person, and when it comes in the church, edifying the body of Christ. So when you are attacked or when you are faced with criticism, how should we react? Number one, don't get emotional and don't take it personal. But control your emotions and try actually to deal with the criticism with logic. After you pray and you ask heavenly wisdom, try to deal with it in a logical way, as the Lord actually uh, addressed this issue that he has the ruler of demons. Address it in an objective way, not in a subjective way. Don't become defensive. Don't take it personal. Don't get emotional. This will not help the situation. Number two, look at that criticism. Maybe there is something true in this criticism and benefit from it. John the Baptist, when he went to Herod and told him, it is not lawful for you to take your brother's wife. This was not a criticism. This was actually a fact. It is unlawful. It is against the law of God to take his brother's wife to be his wife. And John wanted the repentance of Herod. That's why he told them, it is unlawful to you. But he did not take it in the right way. And at the end, he killed John the Baptist. But when God sent Nathan to King David after he committed murder and adultery, and Nathan told him, you are the man. David actually took it in, in the right perspective, in the right heart, in the right mind, and said, I have sinned against the Lord. He did not become defensive. He did not want to get rid of Nathan as Herod did with John the Baptist. So maybe God is sending you a message through this criticism. Learn from it. Benefit from it. In the first Sunday of Misra, when the Lord said the parable of the wicked vine dressers, we read in the scripture that the priest and high priest and the scribe and Pharisees knew that he said this parable about them. Good. How did you react? Did you repent? No. They start to take a counsel to lay hand on him and to kill him. Don't do like the scribe and Pharisees. If there is truth in the criticism, admit it. And say like David, I have sinned against God. Number three, if it is false accusation, just dismiss it. Don't let it bother you. People who are falsely accusing you, they want to bother you. They want you to get angry. They want to intimidate you. And if you lost your peace and you became angry and you 
about it and you became defensive, they reached their goal. Don't let them reach their goal. Be calm and just dismiss all these false accusations. Know that the Lord will defend you. Saint Mary, when she was accused even by Saint Joseph, the righteous, she did not defend herself. She completely let her case uh, to God, submitted to God to defend her. And God sent an angel to Joseph to actually clarify to him and to explain to him how St. Mary is pregnant in a very miraculous way. The Holy Spirit descended upon her. The power of the Most High overshadowed her. So the Holy One who is to born from her is the Son of God. Don't pay attention to false accusation. Number four, if there are others who heard this false accusation, maybe you need to discuss it, not to defend yourself, but in order not to make uh, a stumbling block in front of others. Like the Lord Jesus Christ today, why he explained to them that this accusation is a false accusation? for the sake of the people who are around him. Lest this accusation become a stumbling block. When people said about St. Paul, he is not an apostle because he did not see the Lord Jesus Christ during his incarnation. And he is not one of the twelve. St. Paul actually defended his apostleship. Not because he wanted to defend himself, but, but he wanted to defend his ministry. Otherwise, the priests that he appointed or the churches that are established by him will not consider true churches. That's why he said, accept me as a foolish, because if I want to boast, I should boast with my weakness. But you pushed me, you forced me, why he was forced not to defend himself but to defend his apostleship. Also, social media should not be the way to criticize others. People who are weak use the social media because they can attack anyone. But those who are courageous they will follow the Lord Jesus Christ when he told them if your brother sins against you go and confront him if he doesn't listen to you take with you one or two if he doesn't listen go to the church that is the system that the Lord used but we find people nowadays they criticize they criticize the servants, they criticize the church, they criticize the Pope, they criticize the bishop, they criticize other servants, deacons, on the social media. What are you gaining? Do you want to gain popularity? Do you want just to take many likes? But let me tell you, 
those who give you likes are the enemies of God. So, are you glad because you are supported by the enemies of God? Social media should not be the place to actually do your criticism. And the last point, pray for those who falsely accuse you or falsely uh, criticize you. They are blind and they need prayer that the grace of God may touch their heart and their mind and enlighten their ways. But after we talked about how you respond to criticism, I want to tell you, you need also to examine yourself when you criticize. Because all of us, not only we receive criticism, but also many times we criticize. We criticize situation or people in order to make sure that your criticism is according to the will of God. When you criticize a situation in order to uh, know that it is a constructive criticism. Number one, examine your motive in your heart. Why you are doing this criticism? What is the purpose? What is the goal in your heart behind it? And what is the way or the words, the style that you are using when criticize others? You cannot defend Christianity by using unchristian style. You cannot. How can you defend God while you are cursing others publicly? How can you defend Christianity and doctrines and dogmas while you are using unchristian style? This means this criticism is not actually initiated by the Holy Spirit. It's initiated by Satan or by our ego and our pride. Also, Many times uh, I say the most active uh, two committees in the Coptic Church is the committee of uh, suggestions and committee of ghabi, food. When you meet any Coptic group, they want to feed you and give you some recommendation or suggestions how to improve yourself if you are a servant, how to improve your ministry and service. But ask yourself, are you able to do what you, you recommend or what you, do, do, what you suggest? It's very easy to make suggestion. Why the church doesn't do this? Why Abuna doesn't do this? Why the bishop doesn't do this? But can you do it yourself? If you are in their place, can you do it? If you cannot, then be silent. Many times we criticize things because we are not in the same spot. But if we are in the same place, maybe we will do a worse uh, job than what is, is done right now. So ask yourself, can you do it? 
if you are in their place or in their shoes, can you do it? Also, many times silence is better than speaking. There is a wisdom when we should speak and when we should be silent. Many times when we criticize and there is no listening ears, then your, your words, even if they are constructive, you know, they will go in vain. The Lord Jesus Christ went to his hometown, Nazareth, and the people start to criticize him badly. So the Lord told them, there is no a prophet without honor except in his own town. And he refused to do any miracle or any teaching. Why he did not, he chose to be silent? Because there was no listening ear. So don't, before you speak, examine the audience. Are they going to listen to you or not? For example, today the Lord Jesus Christ addressed the criticism. But during the trial, most of the time, he did not respond. He was silent. Another point, if you are criticizing people, or maybe in your household, you are criticizing your wife, you are criticizing your husband, you are criticizing your children all the time. So my advice here, don't be a difficult person who cannot be pleased. Don't make it too difficult for others to please you. Many times when actually uh, people try to please you, to do what you want, but always, always you find something negative. Always, always you find something to criticize. Don't be too difficult to be pleased, but be an easygoing person. Be an easygoing person. Some people put others in no situation. If you do this, you're wrong. If you do the opposite, you are wrong. Don't be like these people. And the last point, we say to God, if you mark our iniquities, who can stand before you? God in his compassion and his mercy and his kindness does not mark our iniquities, does not hold us accountable to every little thing we do. Because who can stand him? He forgave our sins and he carried our sins on the cross. In the same way, don't mark the iniquities of others. Don't just be lying in wait to catch others for something they may do in order to criticize. Some people have this mentality. They are lying in wait to catch anything wrong and to make a negative comment or negative criticism. Don't be one of these people. Be wise. Acquire the heavenly wisdom and examine your motive before criticizing anyone. The lesson of today is very important for all of us. How to deal with criticism and also how, if you want to criticize somebody, how to be inspired first by the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit 
direct your heart and your words so your criticism will be according to the will of God. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.